the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Let me just give you some kind of history real quick, just so that it kind of makes sense to if you're a new new listener or if you're a little confused. In 1979, I opened up a gas station in Ahwatukee, and it was a mobile station. And I've been in the car repair business ever since. Um, it's I have hundreds and hundreds of friends and shop owners that are friends of mine and I'm friends of theirs. We all get along great. We don't lie about one another. We don't point fingers at one another. And it's not uncommon for me to call a shop and say, hey, I got a customer that's broke down around the corner from you. Can you help me out with them? I think it might be my fault. Maybe it isn't. And they do the same thing to me. So it's 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 a real fraternity of us old guys. And we, all of us have, if we have hair, it's gray and it's really... <laughs> platinum <laughs> we call it platinum but it's really gray but there's been a, a, a lot of that but there's been some shops that have sold recently and big shops and small shops that have sold and um, things are changing things are changing with respect to the labor rate and how much they're going to charge for parts and how much they're going to pay their technicians how much they're going to pay in rent it's going to change a lot um, but what I want to tell you is as, as a consumer don't let your husband ladies don't let your husband tell you to tell them how to fix your car that is the worst thing you can do. Give them the symptoms. Tell them the symptoms. Better yet, write the symptoms down. I drive down the road. At 15 miles an hour, I gently apply the brake. The steering wheel shakes just a little bit, but it's manageable. At 70 miles an hour, when I apply the brakes to get off on the off-ramp, the whole car shakes. I want you to determine what's causing that and call me with an estimate. That's what we need to do. What we don't want is someone telling us what to fix because they're going to tell us what to fix, and if it doesn't fix it, it's our fault. We didn't do it right when it's really their fault because they misdiagnosed their own repair. Women, don't let your husband tell you to tell them what to do. That's just, and there's a lot of us, like we have security cameras in our lobby, and we write down verbatim what the customer tells us to do. And and I maybe once a year that becomes an issue. Well, when you got the security camera and 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 here's the the, the wife saying my husband said to to replace the front brakes and blah 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 and replace the lower ball joints blah 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 and then they come back in and they goes well it's still wearing the tires bad and we go we never nobody told us to look at the tire wear. Um, we were working on brakes and we were looking on lower ball joints. So what? I, we don't understand how we got to all of a sudden it's our fault that you have a problem when you didn't even tell us to look at those problems. 
and and so it is kind of difficult and right now with it being real competitive we're finding that those kinds of things are happening more often so try to avoid that it's not in in your best interest 602-508-0960 if you have a call or question or comment or if you uh have a particular symptom you want to discuss on your car i'm happy to do that as well i'm an ase master tech and have been since 1991 and I've been around the block a few times, and I also testify as an expert in the government and for insurance companies and in front of many, many judges. So I, I think um, I, I have a little bit more knowledge than the average bear when it comes to car repair. Plus, I've been in the radio business. I was um, at another station in Phoenix, in Phoenix um, from 1988 to 2011. And then in 2011, I came to KKNT, and I've been here since then. So um, we've, I, as a matter of fact, the fifth of this month will be my, I think it's my 10 year, no, it's my ninth year anniversary, nine or 10. I don't remember. I don't remember. Maybe I got there at 11. Yeah, maybe I, I think it's closer to 10, Mark. It's 10. Okay. Thank you, Gil. It's 10. My anniversary is November 5th. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll be here at this station for 10 years. Kurtz Automotive is a good place. Kurt does both gas and diesel. He has ASE certified technicians. Kurt notes the difference between right and wrong. And I can't tell you how many times Kurtz has helped me with a car problem. He's at I-17 and Bell Road. He's been there a long time. And I remember the story goes like this. The lady said, I have a red light on. It's got an oil light on. And they say I need a new engine. And she says, and everyone's given me estimates three and four and five thousand dollars, and that is true for her truck. That's that was a that was the correct amount. But the, is does it make any clatter? Does it sound the same? Yes, it does. So it doesn't sound like somebody's typing on a typewriter. No, it doesn't. Are there any other lights on? The overheat light? Anything else going on? No. All you've got is an oil light. Yes. Okay, take it to Kurtz. He calls me and he says it's a thirty-dollar oil pressure switch that's bad. It doesn't need an engine. And I said, you better make sure it doesn't need an engine because you and I are hanging our hat on that. He goes, I already have. I've driven it 30 miles up and 30 miles up down I-17. He said the light was lying. The light was saying it didn't have any oil pressure because the sender was bad. And I understand that, Kurt, but are you sure? Because I don't want to tell her everything's okay. He says, just tell her it's 30 bucks or something like that. And I said, okay. So this lady was happy, happy, happy that she didn't need an engine that everybody else, well, uh, not everybody, that other shops were bidding for three, four, and $5,000. So Kurtz Automotive, he's a good guy. When it comes to car repair, it's important that your shop play by the rules and your warranty should be on your repair orders. Most of us have a stamp that we stamp your copy of the repair orders that says 12, 12, 24, 24, whatever, whatever. So we do that. And make sure that they write down what you tell them at the front counter. It's not a good idea to just tell them you've got three different concerns and have them just look at you and shake their head. Ask them if they would be kind enough to write them down. Or better yet, what we really like is when the customer brings us a piece of paper that they pulled or they email us uh, their concerns in writing. Oh, gosh, that just works great. That works great because that makes sure we're all on the same page. So you describe how to make the window not work, or when it doesn't work, what does it do? Does it go up and down slowly? Does it move at all? If you hit the inside of the door panel when you're holding the button to the up position, does the window sometimes go up? And the other day, a gentleman said yes. So we say, does it ever, do you ever have any problem with it going down? No, I don't. Just on the way up. Yes, I do. Sometimes I can't get it up, and I have to park it in, you know, in, the, in the driveway with the window down, and that bothers me. 
Okay, the next time you go to the window and you go up, you push the button forward and you go up, I want you to take your other hand and I want you to strike the inside of the door. See what happens. Do it hard. And he goes, okay. So he calls back and he goes, well, the window went up. <laughs> no, okay. Well, either the switch is bad or the motor's bad. But one way or another, yes, we can fix it. We just have to determine which one of the, the two it is. But ironically enough, it turned out to be the motor. But he helped us diagnose it, and he saved himself probably $50, $60 in diagnostic fees. In some shops, let me say this, he saved himself between 50 and $100 in diagnostic fees. That'll cover everybody. So those are the things that uh, we talk about. 602-508-0960 is the phone number. There's five lines available. If you'd like to join us, you sure can. 602-508-0960. And especially if the husband and the wife in your family, whether you're the husband or the wife, um, you have an argument about what's what you should do right or what you should do wrong or what's good for the car or what's not. I can handle those kinds of marital disputes. Um, there's enough in my family. <laughs> But when it comes to cars, uh, I'm a well-known expert. When it comes to other other stuff, I'm I, I'm not, and and believe me, I'm not. There's a couple of guys on my list that have been around for hundreds and hundreds of years, and Larry Harker's has been around since 1967. Bob and Ellen run Larry Harker's Auto, and when you walk in, you're going to meet Ellen because she's at the front counter, and Bob is in the shop and running the shop. And between the two of them, you're going to get a fantastic service and a skilled staff that can diagnose things that most people can't. It's not uncommon for me to send somebody there with some kind of an electrical problem, some brake problem, emissions problem, check engine light, all that kind of stuff, and foreign, domestic, and old car, new car, especially when it comes to emissions because there's two different standards. They can do it all. So I just, I'll tell you what I've, the same story I've told. Somebody took a BMW, called me and said, um, it's leaking water underneath the glove box on the passenger side of the car. I say, what color's the water? It's clear. Are you sure it isn't orange or green or any color? No, it's clear. Oh, and by the way, when you touch it, it's cold. Bingo. I know what it is. Okay. What have you been told? Well, I got an estimate for $1,000 from a BMW shop that said that they needed to do this, and that's what it cost. I said, well, let's just get a second opinion. Run on over to Larry Harker's Auto. Tell Alan that um, I suggested that, they, that you go there, and let's see what they say. They fixed it for, I don't remember, it was less than 150 bucks, And their estimate was in the $1,000 range. The problem was is, you guys know that in the in certain months of the year when the humidity's high and when you park your car there'll be a puddle of cold water underneath the feet of the passenger and that's condensation that's on behind the glove box is the cold thing called an evaporator and we send cool or a refrigerant through it and and then we have a fan behind it that's how we give you cold air that's where your air conditioning the heart of your air conditioning system is behind the glove box well the drain was plugged up so what was happening was is the tray, instead of the drain bringing it outside the car and dumping it in front of the passenger's feet, it would overflow the tray and go in the car to the floor mat below the glove box. So it was a real, real easy fix. You just got to clean it out, clean the drain out. So they pulled the carpet back, got got that all cleaned up. They went up underneath. They pulled the tray. They pulled the, the drain out of it. It had a bunch of fuzz and dirt in it. They cleaned that all up. They put a little bit more water in there. Drained just fine. They made sure it drained outside the car. Boom, we're done. So it was easy if you know what you're doing. 
But obviously, and it could have been that the shop bid a worst-case scenario, which certainly could be $1,000 or more. They should simply should have said that, though. The worst-case scenario is $1,000. The best-case scenario is less than 100 that's that's your estimate because I can do I can only do that. So anyway, 602-508-0960 when we come back I'm going to tell you why it's a bad idea to uh use all kinds of fancy dancy things on your battery terminals. There's there's people out there and predominantly the old guys that put the pads underneath the post so the the cable and then they put grease all over the cables or they spray the cables or they do a lot of stuff there's lots of hocus pocus when it comes to the battery connections and when i come back i'm going to tell you why that's a bad deal it's not something we used to do it a lot but today we don't today the connections need to be clean and tight that's it we don't need them painted we don't need grease all over them we don't need fancy anti-corrosion spray all over them. We don't need anything like that. And all the newer batteries, certainly for the last 20 years, have terminals that prevent that corrosion and do a good job. So when we come back, we'll talk about that. 602-508-0960. Mike Gallagher wants voter integrity. So if we're going to fix elections and restore integrity to our election process in order to get rid of the rhinos and in order to get rid of election shenanigans. Republicans have to be in control of the House and the Senate in the first place. We've got to be in the majority. Without that, we're, we're, we're doomed. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 6 on Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. Viewers are raving about Uncle Tom, too. This story hasn't been and won't be taught in schools. And that's why it's important for everyone to see this movie and learn what'll happen if America continues to head in the wrong direction. This is hands down the most impactful documentary I've ever seen. Uncle Tom was terrific. Uncle Tom, too, was nothing short of amazing. Uncle Tom 2 by executive producer Larry Elder and filmmaker Justin Malone. Featuring Brandon Tatum, Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, and Dr. Ben Carson. Now available by stream or DVD at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Those brainwashed Americans who think they believe in socialism will regret it when communism takes away all their freedoms. They must watch this movie. Americans have been lied to. Watch Uncle Tom 2 today at SalemNow.com. Available by stream or DVD. Uncle Tom 2 at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. As a young teenage boy, I didn't even know what autism was. 
How do you even spell that? A few years later, I heard that a friend's cousin's son had been diagnosed with autism. I still wasn't sure what that really meant. When I went to college, my roommate's brother had autism. When I moved to the city for work, my best friend called me and told me his son had been diagnosed with autism. We were both in shock. I still remember the day I walked into the house and saw that look on my wife's face. I knew something was wrong. I'll never forget how I felt when she said, Our son has autism. Autism is getting closer to home. Today, one in 88 children is diagnosed with autism. That's a 1,000% increase in the last 40 years. Learn more at autismspeaks.org signs. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. To say that this election is important would be a massive understatement. Election 2022 will determine the direction of this country for years to come, with both the House and the Senate up for grabs. Will we continue down the path we're on, or will we see a red wave? Follow us to find out. Election 2022, November 8th. Coverage begins at 6. Decision 2022, 6 p.m. to midnight. Following the Seth Leibson Show, right here on 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 12, 20 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Let me tell you about another good shop, Strictly Diesel Service and Repair. Nate, whew, you just got to meet him to understand why he's such a, a great guy and well-respected in the industry. First of all, Chevy, Ford, Dodges, some imports. He really understands diesel. He does service and repair and parts, both domestic and foreign light-duty trucks. Light-duty trucks is a key word there. So they sell parts 24 hours a day on their website, strictlydiesel.com. And if you'd like to, you can call Nate. Probably not a good idea on Monday morning or Friday afternoon, but you can call him and he'll call you back if you have a question. So he's pretty good about that. People tell me that that's what they notice, that he does that and he does it well. So Strictly Diesel Service and Repairs up at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road in North Phoenix. And not necessarily centrally located, but you diesel folks have been known to travel a long way to find good diesel people. And it's a, not a good idea to have somebody telling you that they can fix the cold start problem if they've never worked on a Chevy, Ford, or Dodge diesel before. That's a, just a bad idea. Anyway, when it comes to car repair, um, repair replacement of parts, the, you're, you're at the mercy of the shop because the shop's going to use vendors that they use to provide parts. What's important for customers to understand is is it's not a good idea for you to insist on a Motorcraft part or a Delco part or a Mopar part. Try to avoid that, and here's why. First of all, Chevy and Ford and Dodge and Honda and Toyota, they don't make their own parts. Someone makes their alternator, and that alternator goes into 20 different boxes with 20 different names. Leave that up to your shop leave you up to your shop. Just find out what the warranty is and just leave it up to the shop. I want to tell you, I don't know the last time I saw a really cheap and inexpensive electrical rotating device, whether it's a starter or an alternator. I think the bottom has gone away and I think we're certainly in a really good area of parts and reconditioned parts, rebuilt parts. And believe it or not, in the industry, reconditioned and rebuilt are two different things and then now we've got other names for them as well the idea is it's either new or it's been rebuilt that's all there is to it 
and there's nothing wrong with rebuilt parts because when we take a 7127 alternator, which is the GM alternator that's been around for 50 years, 7127 alternator, well, they upgraded the bearings, they upgraded the brushes, they upgraded the pulleys, and they also upgraded the insulation on the power terminal at the back of the case because it kept melting. So those were things that have happened over the last 20 or 30 years. So as this part comes out and as it goes bad, the rebuilders are going to see a pattern failure and they know that they don't want to just send it back out with the same little nylon washer here, that there's something that needs to be done. If they wait long enough, sooner or later, the manufacturer of that will come out with a kit that helps us fix that particular problem. That happens a lot. And especially when we have computers now that we can put your VIN number in and check a variety of things. So the last six digits of your VIN number is the sequence number of your car as it came off the, 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 the line, the assembly line. That's not really important. It's those other digits before that, the other 11 digits before that. That tells us what country it was made, where it was made, what the date of it was, what chassis, what transmission, what engine. It has all that information in it. And if you want to do that yourself, just go to Rock Auto, punch in your VIN number, and it'll tell you all about your car. So those are things that you need to be careful with. But again, just start with the symptoms. This is what it's doing, and this is how to make it happen. And if you want, I have time. If you want to have one of your technicians go with me, I can have him back here in 15 minutes, but I can show him how to make it happen. So I'll do it first, and I'll show him when I do this, this is what happens, and then I'll sit in the passenger seat he can drive, and I'll teach him how to make it happen. And then that way it'll save us some money, save me some diagnostic money. So that might be hard at some of the larger independent shops and dealerships, but it's worth asking because it's going to be a money savings for the customer. And those of us that operate those auto repair shops, we understand that the miscommunication at the front counter is the root of many problems. And a lot of that time, it's our, it's our fault, not your fault. We didn't ask the right question. Otherwise, you have this noise, you have this noise, and you've explained the noise 10 times, but we haven't asked you, was the air conditioning on or off? How fast were you going when this noise happened? We, we had a lady that had a gas smell. And uh, and she just, that's all she said. It's just intermittently, it smells like gas. And, and, and do you ever see anything on the ground? Do you park it inside the garage? Um, no, I don't see anything on the ground. No, I don't smell it when I get into the car in the morning, so forth and so on. And we just couldn't figure out the smell. And, and after the third time she, she came in, then we said, you know, can we have the keys uh, to the trunk? Because we want to go in there and that's the gas tank is underneath the trunk and we want to look to see if anything's leaking back there no 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 she says no 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 so she leaves it again and one of the guys doesn't understand that she would refused to give us the keys so he takes the back seat out and with a long screwdriver he opens up the latch he opens up and there's a gas can in the trunk of the car that's tipped over it didn't have much gas in it but that's the smell so we know that all we have to do is just take that gas can out, clean up the trunk, let air it out, and be done with it. But we're scared now because we opened the trunk and she clearly didn't want us to. Well, we found the bag of underwear in the in the back of the trunk. And I, I would imagine she was going to take some of this underwear to Goodwill or something like that. Or she was going to throw it away or whatever. That's the reason she probably didn't give us the key, but she didn't understand that the gas smell was coming from there. So what do you do then? 
Well, we fixed the gas smell. We got it all cleaned up. We got everything washed out and cleaned out. We put her underwear in the sack, back in it, and we just told her we can't find it, and she never came back. And so she knows... She probably knows we did find it. She probably knows we fixed it for free, but we just didn't know how to get out of the mess we were in by going into the trunk when she was explicitly said, I wasn't going to give you the keys. We asked her for the key at one time before. So those are the kinds of things that happen in the world of auto repair. The The most important part of it is just the discussion between the front counter people, our people, and the customer who drives the car. Who's up? Say hello to Cap. Cap, good morning, Cap. How can I help you? Hey, how you doing, Mark? Good to talk to you. My day doesn't start until I speak to you on a Saturday, so okay. uh, I listen to your show all the time. I had a 97 uh, Lincoln Mark 8, and um, it calls for a three-speed fan, which when I got it, it didn't have that fan in there, so I put it in there, and um, I got the car started up and everything, and uh, it was running, it was idling fine, it wasn't overheating, the, the temperature was good. Then I took it out on the road and I drove it, and then um, all of a sudden it started overheating on me, and um, I ended up uh, getting it back to my home. And uh, I checked the hoses, and both of the hoses, the upper hose and the lower hose, weren't hard at all. They were like soft. Okay. And I'm just wondering uh, what I have to do uh, to figure out what's going on as far as this overheat deal goes. And okay. also the oil was like red. I mean, the oil was like almost percolating. I couldn't even touch the when I pulled the dipstick out just to check the oil, it was like hot as could be. I couldn't even touch it. It was that hot. But the upper hoses, I mean, you, you could grab a hold of either the upper or the lower hose under these conditions and you could hold on to them for five minutes and they never got hot? No, no. They, they, were, they, they, they weren't hard at all. There was, there was nothing that was flowing through them. Okay, so, okay. Well, Cap, uh, I'm, I'm confused. How did you know it was overheating when you were driving it? Did the gauge tell you that, or did you smell something, or, or what? Did, walk well, me through when that. I stopped at a traffic light, when I stopped at a traffic light, all right, the temperature gauge went all the way up, and then the car started running very erratic, and then it stalled. And oh. I, was, I managed to get it started, and I ended up uh, pulling it over to the side and uh, let it cool down. I checked the, the antifreeze, and, you know, of course, you're not supposed to open up the uh, uh, the, um, the radiator. On, on, or, you know, this was the overflow. Okay, you want- so hold your thought right there. Hold your thought right there. We're going to come back to you in about three minutes. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. <laughs> Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. There are three steps to succeeding at the business of retirement. Ensure your assets. Ensure your income. And assure your peace of mind. Tune in to Top Gun Retirement Hour with Alan Kiefer. Remember, it's up to you to retire to a brighter future. Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. Right here on 960 The Patriot. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You're bringing your daughter to her favorite pop star's concert. Do you A, wear earplugs? Isn't this fun, Dad? I have a soft pretzel. B, remember the moment with matching concert t-shirts. That's going to be 180 bucks. Or we can just take a photo. C, show her how you used to do concerts. We're going crowd surfing. I can't. It's too heavy. Oh, my God. Ah. Or D, just roll with it. 
Justin! OMG! He just looked... I love you, Justin! I love you! When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org slash az. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. To some, a baby's babbling doesn't mean much, but it does. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. All about that Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. The lines are open. Cap has one. There's four open. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing has been around since 1970. Both Brian and Thelma are personal friends of my wife, Renee, and I. We know that they come from families of the gas stations. So both Brian's family and Thelma's family had gas stations in the 60s and the 70s and in the 80s. So these two young people really know what gasoline smells like and they know how to fix cars. I'd like to have five shops in Mesa that I could refer you to, but I can't find five shops that pass the filter, Mark Salem filter. Not that they're bad. It's just that I want the crust. I want the top 10%. So Thompson's Auto Repair is the only shop in Mesa that I can recommend. They're on Main Street just east of Stapley, and it's well worth your time if you're in Mesa. Cap, I need to ask you some questions, okay? So I just want you to sure. answer the question. Don't, don't, just, just, Cap, why did you put a fan on it at the very beginning? The original person I bought the car from said it required a three-speed fan, which it was not a three-speed fan when he gave it to me. Okay, okay. 
All right, and then you put the three-speed fan on it, and this is an electric fan that sits on the back side of the radiator, yes? Yes. Okay, and you get in and you drive your car, and you said it started overheating. What did you see that told you it was overheating? Uh, the temperature gauge started rising. And where did it rise to? Half, three-quarters, red zone, what? Red zone. Okay, so, all right, so it's in full-blown uh, uh, overheat at this point because it's in the red zone. Um, and, and at that point, was was the upper hose a hot as hot can be and, and really stiff? Did you open the cap? Did you? How did you get home? Did you just go ahead and drive it home? Well, actually, I left it. And um, I, I, the next day, I, I left it in a place where um, nobody would bother it. And then the next day, I went and got it started. Uh, and I, I brought it to back home again. So, okay. um, yeah, right. uh, the, uh, going to the hoses, the hoses were very hot, but they were soft and they should have been hard. And that was the upper and lower radiator hose. And plus when I, I stopped Cap, the car, we said that we, you're going to answer my questions. I'm not going to try to fi- figure yours out. Cap, <laughs> if the thermostat is locked up in that thing, then the, the, one of those hoses is going to be rock hard and hot. There's no way you can have a needle in the red and have both of the upper and lower radiator hoses soft, pliable, pinchable, and cool. That ain't happening. It's not happening. So I'm confused about that. That's why I'm asking you. You, you, if you can say yes, no, or I don't know. But so you get it home somehow the next morning you drive it home when you get it home tell me what you see underneath the hood are the hoses hot or are they cold or how does it run or is it spitting water on the ground all right mark they're hot but they're soft so they're not firm no okay so you have no pressure in the cooling system at this point because Evidently the, not, no. Okay, because when you get hot, the the radiator cap's going to be a 12-pound cap, so it's going to hold 12 pounds. And so when you touch those hoses, the, and see, I, I can't help you. I mean, I just can't help you. I, I, I don't, you can't be in full-blown overheat and have a soft hose. <laughs> you know what I mean? It ain't happening. It's just not going to happen. I've never seen it, never in my life. And then you say you drove it home, and then when you got there, again, the hoses w- were cold and then they they were hard or cold and soft again yes they were soft but they were hot okay and they should be hard if there's well, if there's antifreeze going through the hoses uh, they should they should be hard and hot and they were soft and hot so that's why i'm so confused i don't know whether i got to do a water pump on the car or i got to do uh the thermostat's not opening uh or there's a clog in the in, in the system i'm like that's like i don't know okay i can't help you I just can't help you because what you say I've never seen before in my whole life. I've never seen anybody go into a full-blown overheat and and tell me that the the, the hoses are soft or that the hoses were cold or that the hoses weren't hard or they were. I mean, it's what you're saying doesn't make any sense. I, I'm sorry. I I'm just not the one. I guess you need to take it someplace and have them. There is no way in God's green earth that the needle was in red. And in order for the needle to be in red, it has to be that there's coolant in the system. There has to be coolant in the system. Otherwise, if coolant's not touching this temperature sending unit, then the temperature sending unit isn't talking to the dashboard. So we have to have coolant that's in dire temperatures in order for you to be in the red zone. 
And those hoses have to be as hot as hell when you touch them. It's called the handshake rule. If you grab a hold of one of the hoses, upper hoses or lower hoses, you grab a hold of them, you, you cannot hold on to it firmly like you shake a man's hand because it hurts so bad. And they're just as hard as a rock because it's in big-time pressure. So it doesn't make any sense. You can't have it both ways, Cap. You can't have it both ways. It can't. It has to have, if it's an overheat, it has to be hot hoses. So I can't tell you if you need a water pump. It could be the cause of the, of the overheat is the water pump. It could very well. It could be the fan. Anything that stops the circulation or stops the airflow across the radiator is going to cause the car to go into overheat. But I can't diagnose your car over the phone. Good luck to you, Cap. I'm sorry. I, that's the, I, I just, I'm... To, I'm just confused beyond belief on 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 where where we're at with with the car and the hoses and the heat and all that kind of stuff. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty, and we'll be right back. Jan Lighton with JD Campbell Realty would like to remind everyone listening that the women of our community should have regular screening mammograms at recommended intervals. This is the best defense against breast cancer and gives all women a better chance of successful treatment and survival. Brought to you by Jan Lighton with J.D. Campbell Realty, located in Peoria. For all your real estate needs, call 602-432-2229. They're on the air because they care about the health and welfare of the women of our community. That's 602-432-2229 for Jan Lighton with J.D. Campbell Realty. Jeffrey Woodruff with Absolute Insurance reminds everyone, whatever your plans are for this Halloween weekend, make sure you and your family have a safe and sober way home. And please, never drink and drive. Brought to you by Jeffrey Woodruff with Absolute Insurance located at 10559 North 99th Avenue in Peoria. For all your insurance needs, call 623-328-5298. That's Jeffrey Woodruff with Absolute Insurance wishing you and your family a safe and happy Halloween. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for their mom is truly transparent. You don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country. But it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. 
To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org to learn more. Hi, this is Charlie Kirk. Now with Salem, the election that is so critical to the future of the nation is now on us. Don't sit this election out. Please be sure to vote. Welcome back, everybody. 43 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And we're close to getting to the top of the show, but we've got two people that have called in. Jim, you're up first. And Steve, you stay right there. But Jim, how can I help you? Yeah, good morning, uh, Mark. Enjoy your show very much, even though there's no need for me to listen to it, but I'd listen to it anyway. Well, thank you for that. Thank you. Okay. Hey, uh, look, uh, I'm an old man with an old car. I need some advice from you. Okay. I've got a, uh, I'm 83 years old, so I'm not lying. I am in, up in years. I've got an 02 Chevy Cavalier. It's a okay. 20-year-old car. It's got 90,000 miles on it, and I only drive about 1,000 to 2,000 miles a year. So I don't put very many miles on it because there's no place for me to go anymore. Okay. Um, recently, my big issue here is that I drove the car home not too long ago. I hadn't driven it very far, so I, I, I'm not worried about it having overheated. But I uh, went out the next morning, and uh, it had uh, thrown up all over my driveway with coolant. So uh, I've got a leak. I think everything is leaked out. Uh, there, uh, It is leaking back it's not the radiator. In other words, it's not leaking in the forward part of the engine compartment. It's coming out back where the transmission pan is and all that kind of stuff. Okay. But, it, okay. but I think it's pretty much emptied the system. Okay. Um, so I'm going to have to tow it. I'm afraid to to drive it anywhere to a garage. I assume that you would recommend that I just tow it in. Well, how far is the garage that you want to take it to, how far are they? Well, is it fair for me to mention a couple garages that are close to me? Is that fair for you to comment, or you don't um, have to do that? Um, yeah, I'll take. I'll, now, most of the time, <laughs> most, I'm willing to do it because it's not going to hurt you any. I mean, I'll probably take some flack, but okay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Go ahead. And, well, and I'll tell you what. There's th- three of them that are close to me. One's Kelly, Kelly Clark, one's Greg Clark, and one's Carrie's Carcar. Okay. Um, well, I know. You know, Kelly Clark is no longer alive. His his widow Rita is, and and Rito, Rita and I talked just yesterday. Greg is her son, so uh-huh. I'm going to pick Greg. And uh-huh. um and 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 how far is he? Is he a mile or more uh, or less? I'm on Fifteenth uh, Avenue, and he's on Twelfth Street, on on Glendale. So okay, it's a straight shot. Okay, maybe a mile and a half. I tell you what, I think I would try. First of all, the default is is yes, you're going to tow it to Greg's. And yep. you're going to say, I got a coolant leak, call me with an estimate. That's what you're going to say. You got uh-huh. coolant all over the ground. But this is a way you could drive it. First of all, you're not going to drive it during the business hours. You're going to drive it there in the in the late afternoon um, or, or in the early morning. But you're going to take the radiator cap off and you're going to fill it with water. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to start it up and turn on the heater. And, and that's Then you're going to put the cap on and you're going to just click it once but not twice. The first okay. time keeps the cap on, but the second one... Then pressurizes the cooling system. Now, I don't Mark, want the in this this system. There, I can't I can't get to the radiator cap. Um, it's all covered over with metal, you know, metal appliances and stuff. But uh, the only way I can add fluid is to the uh, overflow coolant uh, uh, coolant plastic gizmo that's 
okay. mounted high up in, under the compartment. Okay. There is a radiator cap. It's just hard to get to, and, and it's difficult to take off. There has to be a radiator cap on the radiator. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't have access to it. No problem. No problem. Yeah. So we're going to have to tow it in. And, and, and yes, um, do you have AAA or do you have towing insurance or anything like that? Oh, I, I think I, I think I have uh, tow, towing under my insurance, yeah. Okay. So you just call you call your, call your their towing and say, come get it and take it to Greg's. And you call Greg and say, hey, I got coolant all over the ground. Would you, uh, I suppose you're going to pressure test it to see where the coolant's leaking from. And would you call me with an estimate? No, are you talking and, about Greg Clark or Kelly Clark? Um, either, either one of the two of them. Okay. They both came from Kelly. Greg is his son, and the other one was his manager for a hundred years. Jesse, I think his name is, and Jesse's a great guy. They both have the same name, but Greg, the son, is running one, and then I think it's I think his name is Jesse. He's running the other one, and that was Kelly's number one man at the time. You know, so, Greg's Greg's place is easier for me to get to, and it's closer. Yeah, no, no, call Greg. And then just tell him, I think Mark Salem is going to send me a, a discount coupon for 50% off. Okay. And, and just tell him that and laugh. All right. Awesome. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I feel very comfortable that they will treat you fairly. Both Kelly Clark shops will treat you fairly and do a good job. And, and, and really, here's what's going to happen. We're going to open up the radiator cap. We're going to put a bunch of water in there. We're, going to, we're not even going to start the motor. We're going to put a pressure system on the radiator cap instead of the radiator cap. We're going to look at the cap. It's, a, it's an 8-pound cap, 10-pound cap, 15-pound cap, whatever it is, 10-pound. And then we're going to pump it, that many pounds of air into the, the cooling system. We're not even starting the motor. Well, at that point, wherever the leak is at, it's going to start spraying water. And then we're going to look down and go, oh, that bypass hose is bad, or oh, look right there, or oh, look right there. That's all that's going to happen. That's the diagnostic is just fill it up with water, pressure test it, look at the cap, and put that much pressure in it. So if it's a 12-pound cap, put 12 pounds of pressure in it, and the water will be spraying. This is not a difficult thing. Can I can I uh, can I put water in the thing and just drive it down to Greg's if it's only uh, half a mile away? Well, here's my here's my problem with that. If the cap if if the system has been compromised, the cap is supposed to as the coolant level drops inside the radiator, the cap is going to suck coolant from the overflow jug. So the cap has a, a a valve on it that drops down and it sucks coolant in. Well, it's easier to suck air through the leak you have. So okay. wherever that leaks at, it'll suck air. And I'm really afraid that that we're going to cause damage to that motor not knowing where that leaks at. So under normal circumstances, if the engine compartment was airtight, yes, you could. You could just fill up the overflow jug and nurse it there. I'm just worried that that's not the case. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking yeah. you've got a, a compromise of the cooling system. It could be a freeze plug. It could be a bypass hose. It could be a thermostat housing. It could be a heater hose connection, an upper lows, upper or lower hose connection. Uh, it, but yeah. I don't think this is going to be a big dog. I think this is going to, just going to be a find the f- leak and bid it and fix it. I don't I think sure this hope, is. A, I sure hope so. Yeah. Uh, real quickly, just one. I know you're running short on time here. No. Um, the uh, uh, would you take a chance on running something? This, this is twenty ninety thousand miles, twenty year old car. Would you, at this point in time, flush the system with any kind of chemical flush, or just leave? Because I'd be afraid of causing leaks somewhere else. Uh, what's your the, feeling? Well, when when it came out on the ground, was it just it was a, a, a clear a clear liquid that had a green hue to it? 
Yeah, there was no green hue, but it was a clear liquid, and uh, and you know, just yeah, I'm water looking. Uh, yeah, watery looking. Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't rusty. It wasn't no, black. No. Okay, no, then. there's sort of there's a, a bit of crud in the overflow. You know that that uh, and overflow thing. I can look down in there, and, and the bottom of that is sort of gooky. But uh, okay. Well, I want to tell you something. The water that's on the ground came from the engine and the circulation system between the radiator and the engine. Yep. The overflow jug, it, we push coolant into there knowing we're going to suck it back out later. Mm-hmm. And all the heavy stuff's going to fall to the bottom. I don't think the bottom of it is representative of the rest of the engine, and I'll tell you why. Because if we had a bunch of rusty brown crap at the bottom of the overflow jug, then that would be the color of the fluid that came out of your car. And you said no. Yeah. So I yeah. think that's good news. I think right. that's well, good news. I could use some good news, believe me. Yeah. So what? I think th- this is really a matter of it, tell the story as quickly as you could to him. Call me with an estimate. But I think that he's going to fix the coolant leak. Then he's going to mix a 50-50 mix of coolant, green and, and, and water, put it in. He's going to check your radiator cap, pressure test it to make sure that his leak is good, and that's it. That's All going right. to be... And one other super quick thing here. I just put new okay. tires on the car very recently, and the mechanic came out of the garage to talk to me about this, and they printed it on the receipt. It says, lug nuts and studs on the driver's side must be replaced before next service. Lug nuts, extremely difficult to torque on driver's side. Okay. I would take that piece of paper along with me or put it on the dashboard and ask Craig to address it. I'd okay. say, would All you right. take a look at this? Now, what was the name of the company that told you that? Uh, Walmart. Okay. All right. It, what they're saying is, is a lot of the older cars had these chrome covers on the lug nuts and they didn't actually fit the socket real well. So what happens is, is you after banging the, the lug nuts on and off as we rotate the tires, we would take that chrome cover off, and at that point the socket would be a little bit bigger because that chrome cover is gone. So this is a no big deal. It's good they said the nuts are bad, not the studs, because all you know he's just going to put five new studs on there and be done with it. And if you want him to do them all, now today we don't use those chrome clad lug nuts we use a solid chrome lug nut so in your case you might say just replace all the lug nuts on all the four wheels all right sir hey uh mark you're a, you're an asset to our community Th- thank you uh, not everybody agrees with you but i'll take it well, from you yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right well thank you so much sir. appreciate it oh uh, you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> you got anybody else in queue steve good morning Hey, good morning, Mark. It's Stephen Cape Creek, and I have an 04 Cadillac XLR with the North Star, and I've been getting across my enunciator panel. It keeps telling me to check the gas cap, and every time I check the gas cap, for some reason, it has backed off. So I, instead of, you know, Cadillac wants $65 for a new gas cap, which the same gas cap through Napa is like 23 bucks. So I'd use my common horse sense and went to Cadillac. Um, not really. Don't. So I put a new gas cap. I put a new gas cap on, and I'm not getting that uh, message across the enunciator panel. But what's happening now is after I fuel the vehicle, I'm getting a strong gasoline smell in my garage and i'm afraid with my propane uh hot water heater tank i'm going to blow the house off the foundation 
with the uh, igniter of the hot water heater. Okay. Okay. But what I'm what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to figure out what what's in that filler neck or if that's something I can get to or it needs to come out to Tempe to get no. that filler neck uh, replaced. No, no, no. There, this is two different issues. Uh, this is just two different issues. If the gas cap fixed the check engine light, we're done. We're done with that. Now you have a gas smell. So now raise your right hand. I promise to tell the truth, the whole truth. Okay? When you're filling up I that do. thing, <laughs> when you're filling up that thing, after it clicks off, how many more clicks do you give it? Answer A is one or two. Answer B is three or four, and answer C is oh until I stop clicking. How many times? How about D? All of the above. Okay, all right. Stop stuffing the tank. That's where we have to okay. start. Let's not let's not spend a whole lot of money. The gas cap issue has nothing to do with anything else except for this. It's possible that the, we never really sucked the fumes off the tank because we were sucking them through the gas cap that wasn't sealing properly. So instead of sucking it through the, the vapor canister and getting the fumes and getting fresh air into the tank, we were bringing the fresh air through the cap. Put the new gas cap on. At this particular point, all I want you to do is don't stuff the tank, shut it off on first click, and I bet your problems go away. And it's not going to be related to the new gas cap or the filler neck. I can tell you that much. Okay? Okay. Yes, All right. Sir. Good luck, thank, Steve. Thank, thank you. you so much. Appreciate right. it. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. See, folks, what happens is is when you're driving down the road, we want to suck the fumes off your tank and send them up front to the, and have the engine burn them. So we are constantly looking at the fumes inside the gas tank, and we have all these little gizmos and these little valves and these little solenoids that open and close. Now, it typically we aren't going to suck a whole lot of uh, vapor out of the tank when it's full when you're in city driving because the gasoline's going to be sloshing all around in there and the tank is full, and we're going to suck liquid gas, and we want the vapor out of the tank. So the, the car is going to know when to start sucking the vapor off the tank. And in order to suck the vapor out of the tank and move it forward into the engine, we have to have some clean air source inside to replace the vapor we're sucking. Otherwise, you can't suck on a straw with your finger on the end of the straw. When you suck on the straw, the finger can't be on the end of the straw. That's how it works. So we're just basically sucking the fumes at the appropriate time. We're sucking the fumes out of your gas tank and putting them into the front and giving them to the engine because they are a good source of fuel. They are a good source of power. So instead of, in the old days, we had gas caps and we just vent all that fumes into the atmosphere. We don't do that anymore. So anyway... I'm Mark Salem. My email is mark at marksalem.com, mark at marksalem.com. My, e- my, my website is obviously marksalem.com. Lots of information in there about questions that uh, I've gotten on the radio over the last 40 years. So we build FAQs as we go along, and the FAQs, I keep track of all the questions I, I have, and so then we'll make one, and I'm sure there's one in there right now about vapor, um, your vapor system and your recovery system. And uh, those kinds of things. So mark at marksalem.com is my email, and my website is marksalem.com, and I'll see you next Saturday right here on KKNT. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.